Welcome to the Girls Gotta Heal podcast, where we dive into the everyday issues of your modern day resilient healing woman and get real about the ups and downs of healing and personal growth. Navigating our mental health relationships, various setbacks, and grieving those we've lost can get very messy while we're also trying to figure out who we are. I totally get it and I'll guide you through. I got you. I'm your host, Karen Pileggi, and in each episode, we uncover new, empowering topics that you have likely experienced in your journey or will. Empowering one another is so this decade, and so is living up to our full potential. This is the time to become more confident in exploring your relationship with yourself and looking inward. You don't have to have it all figured out today, but you're here and now is a good start. I want you to be your best self. I'm always going to be rooting for you. This girl's got to heal. Today's episode is all about thriving in your 30s. I'm really excited that this episode lines up to be coming out just before 2024. You might be listening and we're well into 2024, but I'm excited that it's coming out when it is because I feel like it's just so perfect. You might be someone who's listening who is not in their 30s or is soon to be entering their 30s, have left their 30s, regardless I feel like there's going to be something here that resonates for for you. I really wanted to capture how being in your 30s is really that point in your life where you have this objective view, you have the opportunity to change things, you start caring a little bit less about how things look and how they seem and more about what aligns more so with you and your greater goal and greater purpose. And For some, they might reach that point a little bit before their 30s, a little bit after their 30s, but generally we're speaking around the time of 30s throughout this episode. So for all my young friends who make fun of my back pain, my joints pain, your time is coming, but that is just a really small portion of what to expect in your 30s. So let's get into it. Is there an area in your life that you feel stuck in? Do you feel like you haven't always had a safe space to work through some of your inner challenges? I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more accessible and affordable through their online platform. By filling out a few questions, you will be matched to a professional therapist that best meets your needs and can conveniently book sessions online. Sign up and get matched with a therapist today. You can find the link in my description. It's betterhelp.com slash girls gotta heal. With this link, you'll get 10% off of your first month. Just like dating or finding your perfect job, it's important to find the best match. And here you can easily switch therapists if you need to at no cost. Therapy has been instrumental in my personal journey with grief and has also built my self-awareness and emotional health after years of internalizing feelings. I started to get curious about therapy as a university student and was it ever hard to find affordable therapy? Therapy has better equipped me in my relationships and navigating my grief, managing my anxiety, my everyday decision making, and ultimately feeling empowered in my life. It can feel intimidating to start something new, but when's the last time that you did something for yourself? If you're struggling in navigating your relationships or grief, or want to better show up in your relationships, consider therapy with BetterHelp. Invest in yourself. Click the link in my podcast description or visit betterhelp.com slash girls gotta heal for 10% off of your first month. So a couple of reasons why turning 30 or entering the 30s is daunting to many people is because of the way that we grew up. So if you're a millennial, obviously I'm a millennial, so I'm speaking from that lens. Um, If you're a millennial and 
you kind of grew up in a space where pop culture and even your own culture was reinforcing this expectation of when you reach 30, you should have a home, have children, be married, be in your ideal job. So this idea has been reinforced from childhood onward. And a lot of us, sometimes when we enter our 30s, feel like we're failing or we're not where we should be. And even if you have, if you're really healthy and you practice a lot of wellness and you're doing all the work essentially, these thoughts can still creep in of like, am I really where I should be? Because we've grown up with these thoughts of having to have XYZ by a certain age. So even sometimes people will have this mental list of goals or things that they need to achieve by 30. And for a lot of us millennials, we kind of feel that in a way we, we've been really set up for failure. So we have to combat these thoughts and these core beliefs that you have to have your stuff together by 30 because it's really not true. Um, for some people, yes, that works out. The path works out where there's really no major bumps in the road and they have a really clear vision for themselves. So by the time they do reach 30, sure, they have a lot of things in place. But for many of us who even if we had such a clear vision for ourselves, life kind of happens. That's what we talk about a lot on this podcast of, you know, losses and barriers and different things like life happening, different things in life happening that stall you or reroute you, those are the things that can get in the way of reaching your goals or having to switch up your goals or, or switching your priorities. So I am like very not for this ideal of like having things figured out by 30. I think 30 is really the age where you can embrace your true authentic self and kind of connect back to the younger version of yourself and do things your way and how you want them. So yeah, like this glorification of accomplishing things before a certain age, it really sets a lot of us up for failure. Um, there's things that we can't control. There's losses. There's life events that happen that we can't control or even like positive things that happen and we're like actually I don't want to become this or I don't want to do this or maybe I don't want kids or maybe I don't want this these revelations that you have in your 20s that really start to put the 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 gears in motion all of those things can happen so really it is daunting for many of us to reach that point but I really want to capture that it's actually such an empowering point in our lives. Not to say that we're not going to be dealing with other life events and stressors that come up, of course, at any point in our life that's going to continue happening. But I think it's really a stage where you're stepping into your own and taking action to match that. I think that's like 20s, at least speaking from my experience, it's was just going through a lot of life and learning more about myself and what I want and who I am. But the 30s is like the taking action piece. When I turned 30 in that first year, that's when I decided to apply for my master's and get, and I got into grad school. And I think it's just the way life had worked out that I was able to 
to do that. If my life had been so different where I had been married or I had other very significant responsibilities, like having a kid, I might not have been able to. And that kind of leads me to this next point of being in your 30s is also this kind of weird stage and and late 20s too, I would say, where you start to see your friends getting married, having kids, maybe moving away, um, getting into different careers or maybe staying in the same career that you've seen them in, you know, since since they finished school. It's really this strange period where there's different friends doing different things at different paces. I only really know one of my friends who a lot of her close friends are pretty aligned to her and the things that are going on in her life, like having a kid, having a home, being married. But for a lot of the people I do know, that's not really the case. It's, you know, they might have a kid and be married, but a lot of their friends are leaving their jobs or moving away or uh, still dating. So it's really a strange period in life where you start to see your friends progress or be in different spots that you're at, but you can still kind of coexist and like maintain friendships, if you know what I mean. I'm sure some things are coming to mind as you're listening. So I think it's a really cool stage where you get to see some of your friends become parents or see them go after their dreams or start something that they've been talking about since they were teenagers. So I think it's a really cool point where you just start not feeling as much pressure to be at the same place as your peers. I think when you finish high school, you sort of feel that pressure of like, I need to apply to post-grad or I need to be in post-grad. I need to, um, have that like college or university experience so a lot of your peers are more on the same wavelength as you so as you get older that that does change quite a bit or you feel that maybe if you're someone who after high school you chose to not go to post-secondary decided to take time off or get into work right away and your friends went off to college or university you felt that gap and that difference a little bit more it was harder to relate whereas when you're in your late 20s and 30s it's a little easier to maintain friendships totally different lives and things going on while still supporting your friends and being there for them like i can do both we might not have the same type of issues or the same type of responsibilities but i love you and i support you and that's it and i I also find too um speaking about friendships that as you get older and there's more responsibilities there's a larger gap between the time that you're able to see each other So I've always seen posts on Instagram of like, I have to plan like six months in advance to see my friends. And it's really true. And that's the beauty in it is that as you get older, you're more confident in your relationship skills, your communication skills. And I can maintain a friendship while maybe not seeing you every weekend anymore. Like I used to in our early 20s when we would go out. But now I can, we send messages, we talk on social media. And when we see each other, it's the best time. So you make more meaningful, memorable moments when you do get the chance to see each other and you value that more. I have friends where I can't see them often because our schedules are so different and we have different responsibilities. And when we can see each other, even if it's that even if it's just like a quick mall visit where we meet up at a mall and we're just kind of hanging out with each other for a couple hours and grab coffee and it's like the best time. And don't get me wrong, this transition can be pretty tough for some friends 
more so than others, um, just as your availability changes, the expectations change, the needs change, and some fresh friendships can't stick it out and some do. How they say that you have zero pictures with your best friend, that statement or that whole meme on Instagram is so true as you get older. Because when you when you do see each other, it's so it's such like a rare occurrence and you actually just wanna enjoy each other and be present. You're not taking pictures or you're not like on your phone as much, which I noticed to be a really big difference from 30 compared to 20 or teenage years. So thriving in your 30s is really a time to embrace your inner child, engaging in fun hobbies, uh, grandma hobbies. I saw a reel the other day where someone's like, millennials have so many grandma hobbies because the second you walk out the door, you have to spend $100. So a lot of us are just doing think hobbies around the house like gardening and crafting or baking bread so I mean that fact is actually really true and it, there's just something so fulfilling about having new hobbies I think the motive and the intention of when you get into things when you're younger is very motivated by peer interaction and f- fitting in and belonging and as you get to a point in your 30s Yes, you still could be making new friendships, but a lot of your social circle is pretty filtered and carved out by that point, and you're secure in those relationships for the most part, and you want to spend your time alone or time at home doing things that are like fun and enjoyable, and you don't really care so much about the social piece, so yeah, you want to take on a new hobby like crafting or signing up for a class. I had a, f- a friend who um, told me one day, they're like, yeah, I just signed up for a curling class. I just went by myself. I'm like, that is so cool. I have to say, because she might be listening, she is not in her 30s, but this does go to my point where you start feeling that transition in your mid to late 20s. I know for myself, some of the things that I want to take on this year are doing new hobbies that like, involve like creativity so pottery and um wellness so like i want i've been wanting to do aerial yoga so badly and part of me is like i would just do it myself i don't really care um pottery i want to do with a friend and that's just kind of what the 30s is about is like fitting in these new hobbies or things that just bring you joy and like really not caring how it looks like or feeling like you have to capture it and post it. There's so much less of that. It's also being in your 30s is also embracing giving yourself the chance to start over and start on your terms. This could be true for relationships, for work, for education, literally anything. So just the Again, a lot of these points are overlapping. You just start to care less. You care less about what other people think and whatever. Because really, at the end of the day, you're like, I got to pay bills. I got to be happy. I got to look after my health and my mental health. And I've lost so many people in the last 10 years. This could be friendships, connections. And people kind of come and go. and, And I need to do what makes me feel good. So 
that is, like I said, doing things that make your inner child feel good. So embracing new hobbies or getting back into things that you enjoyed as a kid or playing games that you loved as a kid um, and giving yourself the chance to start over on your terms. You're not liking your job. You know that you can rely on yourself and something else is going to come along. You're going to look for something that meets your own criteria. Taking that chance in your early 20s was felt like a higher risk because maybe you didn't have the confidence in yourself to find something. Of course, as you get older and you have more bills to pay, yes, the gravity of, of switching is scarier, but the confidence you have in yourself to do that should be and typically is a little bit higher and you do feel more confident being in your 30s is also embracing doing the work. So at this point in life, if you're someone who is still dating, you might feel very frustrated with your relationship experiences and even your friendships too. And just realizing that there's so many people in your life who have a lot of inner work to do and a lot of issues that come out in their relationships when there's conflict or anything really. And you start realizing, you know, I got my own work to do and I want to focus on that. And if I want to build my life and I want to have children or I want to build more meaningful connections, I have to actually do the work myself. So putting yourself in therapy, putting yourself in therapeutic settings or wellness settings, things that just are good for your mental health, being more clear with your boundaries, being more clear with your needs, doing the work becomes more prevalent in this age period. Um, and this is really the opportunity to just jump on that. Some people, again, might not have the opportunity to because of different life circumstances. So this point might come a little bit later. And lastly, being in your thirties is embracing friends who get it and also supporting friends at different points. Like I mentioned earlier, there is just this this pressure to be or anything like that, it just kind of goes away. Like you would rather be by yourself than sit at a table of people who just don't get you, don't stimulate you, don't appreciate your company, um, don't want to clap for you and see you grow and see your success. You start picking up on stuff like that in your 20s and you start realizing it and then making the changes toward the end of your 20s early 30s for the most part you're just like honestly you want to be out of my life bye if you're someone who stuck with me through all of the different stages of my life all the people i've dated all of the the waves of the work i've done on myself and all of the ups and downs i've had i want you by my side because you've clapped for me when nobody else was you saw who i was through some of my darker periods and you checked in on me like you don't forget those things and i think throughout your 20s there's a lot of heartbreak because you realize that certain people aren't showing up for you and in your 30s you realize that some of those people couldn't show up for you so so much to say on 30s and i am at the very beginning of this period of life so i hope that there's definitely points where I continue to thrive in my 30s and I'm looking forward to seeing what the rest of this era of life has in store for me and whatever comes my way that I have the tools that I need and I have the supports in place and I believe in myself and I have the confidence in myself to work through what comes up. So 
that is my piece on thriving in your 30s. And I'm sure each of you have different perspectives and are influenced by different people and things in your life that shape your perception of what being in your 30s is going to mean for you. But really, this is a time, if you haven't reached it yet or you're in the thick of your 30s, really, I would say try to reframe the way that you see it because I think a lot of us grow up really not feeling excited to enter your 30s because the 20s is like the highlight. Everybody highlights that point. And yeah, it's a different season, a different time. But as we get, I, I would say, getting older is a privilege every each birthday we celebrate is a privilege it's an honor to get older because for people listening uh, and have followed ggh from the beginning and have grieved loved ones we can appreciate that there's a certain point where life ends and we lose people we love and we want to just honor them by living and we want to embrace our life so each year that we have is a blessing, an opportunity. So I am going to get into my three questions for you guys. First question is, uh, what is a new hobby, new class, new event that you would like to try or be part of in 2024? And what can you do to hold yourself accountable to make sure that that does happen? My second question is, how can you reframe what you know and how you feel about entering or being in your 30s? And my last question is, it's a fill in the blank. So I want this one to really sit and marinate and I want you to think about it. So complete the sentence. But what if your 30s Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm wishing you and your loved ones and your family, your friends, an amazing 2024. And whatever comes your way, you got this. Don't be afraid to make change, embrace change, and connect a little deeper with yourself. It's not only going to serve you, most importantly, but it'll also serve the people you love around you and the generations to come. For more on GGH, you can follow me on Instagram at Girls Gotta Heal or visit the Girls Gotta Heal website, girlsgottaheal.com. Look forward to seeing you here next time.